Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with a rhino in the Element Wealth Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday Eve. Heck yeah. First day of school for a lot of folks today as well. Been a long time since I had to worry about that. <laughs> Get your number two pencil as they say. <laughs> And all your, you got to have plenty of erasures, too, right? Do you ever grow out of the <laughs> nightmare of, oh, no, I woke up and there's a test? No. You don't. I had one of those a couple weeks ago. Woke up in a cold sweat. I was like, huh. <laughs> I don't even live in the same place I did. What is this? Uh, and in my business career, that transition to, I missed my flight. You know, that's the other big deal. <laughs> Which generally means you just don't sleep, especially when you got to get on an airplane at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's worthless to even get into bed. You're generally not going to sleep stressed out about missing it. And uh, that would be disastrous when you're traveling, especially if you've got important business to take care of. But we are back in the studios today. Uh, We've been traveling a bit. I think I calculated it as four remotes in six days. I do that right? That sounds right. Yeah. But uh, it's always good to get out and around the state. And I will tell you that no matter where we go, we're so well received. The uh, the show is well liked. The the network, the production, and especially those customers that uh, are hosting the remotes. They're they're so happy. With, uh, and so pleased, and that's important to us as well. They're, they are our customers, and the idea is to showcase them and promote uh, whatever it is that they are, are pushing. And in the case of being at the community, I just thought that was fantastic just to expose that to the state. I know we've been there before, uh, took a year off, I believe, in doing that, maybe a couple of years, but it's only been around three years. And, you know, I've talked to some people about that facility since I went. And folks that travel that area, Mississippi State people, et cetera, that are in the Golden Triangle, they all say, yeah, I've seen that building off there. I mean, you can't miss it. It, it is uh, quite the sight, honestly. Oh, yeah. You don't expect to see that just kind of in the middle of the, the field there off the, off the highway, just down the road from the EMCC Starkville campus. But I think it's a hidden gem. I, I, I stated that while on site. I really do. And how cool was it that Robert Taylor from Taylor Machine Works announces 
a huge economic development project on our show. I was honored, honestly, that uh, that was planned. I found out about it that morning, literally, that there was going to be an announcement. And how cool was that? I thought he did a great job of describing the uh, the factory and what it's going to produce, Turberg vehicles. And those are cool-looking vehicles. They kind of look like a, a, a forklift uh, or a combination of that and, like, the cab area of, say, a concrete truck. You know what I'm saying? But without the forks. I would say it's kind of like the little carts they drive around stuff at the airport, except big rig size. Yeah, that's a good way to put it as well. Impre- impressive high-tech vehicles, uh, sort of utility vehicles, if you will, that are used in in shipping and around uh, loading docks, etc., moving containers. But really cool that uh, it was interesting to find out no American presence. I'll have to admit, I've never heard of the company until Robert mentioned it. A Netherlands-based company, been around forever. He mentioned uh, dominated the market in the countries that they sell into, I think 12, but nothing in uh, the United States. What an honor it is and what a tribute it is to the great work of Taylor Machine Works, Robert Taylor and the team, and Joe Max Higgins as well involved, uh, economic development in the link in the Golden Triangle region, to put that deal together. So we're going to have a really cool factory that will employ, I believe Robert said 90, as I recall, 90 on uh, on staff at the factory building these high-tech vehicles, uh, uh, really... Uh, a big boost, I think, to the economy there, no doubt, in the state of Mississippi. I was also fascinated to learn about the company Packard. Uh, just not something you hear a lot about, because they make these big old engines for diesel rigs that uh, are found in, say, Kenworth trucks, etc., and a number of other customers, and, and powertrain systems as well. And, you know, even that, as we know, you found out in working on your vehicle, those are just high-tech engines. They're not the old, oh, it's carburetor and a manifold and solenoid and all that stuff. Points, remember that? And There's a whole lot more computer than mechanical. Right. So you don't have all that anymore. When you could do it under the shade tree, jack it up a little bit and do your own work, it's, kinda, it's become high-tech, which is cool. I mean, but the benefit we get is they're way more reliable and require a lot less maintenance used to be you had to change those points and plugs, and it was such a pain to get all that done on a regular basis. Don't have to do that. And there's numerous other examples. Radiators, we don't have those to worry about. But 600 employees at the Packard factory in the area. And, of course, we had, uh, I believe, James Goodman, the gentleman's name, that uh, works in HR for Packard. They were exhibiting at the job fair there in the Imagination Center, seeking employees and uh, he did a great rundown of their, their pay structure, benefits plan, et cetera. Sounds like a great company to work for. And while we were there, I just happened to, to look up how they were doing. Always have an interest in that financially. Record sales and profits in the last quarter. Congratulations to them. Fantastic. So a lot of good things happening, I think, in the state of Mississippi. And we talked yesterday of course, with uh, Scott Waller, CEO of the Mississippi Economic Council, John McKay, CEO of the Mississippi Manufacturers Association. This is a great place to set up a business, to do business, to expand a business. And I know a lot of folks on the outside kind of dismiss us, overlook us, fly over us, whatever you want to say. You know, think we're still running around 
without running water and stuff like that. This is a dang good place to do business. So I encourage all the young folks out there, especially, that are thinking about starting their careers and where they want to do that, consider Mississippi. It's, it's a dang good place. And I'm so proud of the Mississippi companies, such as Taylor Machine Works and others, so many others that have done a great job of building those businesses and boosting our economy and creating jobs and value and wealth. That's what it's all about. And the community university gets that. It's a, a, just a great example of how to forge a partnership between the private sector and industry and the academic community. And, uh, and of course, in the center of that are the students. Some of those students are, are still young, college-age students, but some of them are adults looking to to uh, reskill, upskill, acquire new skills, prepare them for jobs that are available. And that's the cool thing is they're training them for the jobs that are needed in the area, in the region. What a novel idea. Gosh, how many times have we talked about some of these ridiculous <laughs> curriculum? We scratch our heads every time we read some of these courses, and people are paying money for that garbage. They get out, they're saddled with debt, they're unemployable because they don't have any skills that anybody wants. Yeah, it's kind of hard to walk in and, uh, hey, what what did you get your degree in? Well, Russian philosophy with a minor <laughs> and Harry Potter. <laughs> what can you do? Well, I can talk about the meaninglessness of life thanks to Dostoyevsky, and I can tell you how to raise a feather with a magic wand in an imaginary universe. Unbelievable. It's not really employable. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, in the meantime, we got lots of news happening, as we always do these days overnight. Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, I'll have to give it to her. I applaud her for going into Taiwan, for essentially sending a message to China. No, you don't dictate where we go and where we don't. Now, China is out, of course, conducting kind of lightweight military exercises. Oh, we're going to point our missiles to Taiwan, which is actually happening. Have they issued an, another final warning? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went down that rabbit hole and discovered that apparently the Russians have a, a phrase. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it in Russian, but loosely translated, it means China's final warning. Because since the 50s, they've issued over 900 <laughs> final warnings and have done jack diddly squat. Oh, and that's coming from their buddies, the Russians. So I heard an interview this morning with Senator Rick Scott from the great state of Florida who traveled to Taiwan not so long ago. And he shared what went on when he was there. I'll talk about that when we come back here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios at 11.05. Don Brazel, the CEO of the Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries Parks Foundation. Don's going to talk about the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo that's going on this week. Senator Nicole Aikens boyd from Lafayette and Panola Counties at 12.05. The senator chairs the Senate Study Group on Women, Children, and Families. She'll give us an update on those efforts. Stay with us. Middays will be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go.
Welcome back, everyone, to Middays. The great Don Henley. He's talking about us, you know, with the dirty laundry. We're not the evening news, but... <laughs> what a great tune uh, that is. Thank you so much for joining us here on Middays. Robert and Clinton says, Gerard, we still have radiators. I guess, Robert, but the typical passenger vehicle does not. Does it? Yeah. They do? Yeah, it's still how you cool the cooler okay. for an Okay. I guess. I, but you don't have to do anything to them, do you? Very I've never rarely. done anything to the... I guess I'm thinking about the days when you had to carry around... What kind of water was that? You're supposed to put... Distilled? You, distilled water, yeah. I don't know what was distilled out of it, but... Um, some, some sort of chemical, some ingredients, components. Keep you from having mineral buildup. Okay, well, I, I, I admit, when you open up, uh, pull the hood, pop the hood on a vehicle, I don't know a whole lot about that, so I, I guess I didn't know. Radiators are still up there, performing the same function as they did before. Essentially, but in, uh, in a different vein, like with my, my car, Dodge yeah. Charger. yeah. They have now what's called a lifetime transmission. Okay. And you think, oh, that sounds great. But what's lifetime defined as? Yeah. Well, lifetime is the lifetime of the transmission. <laughs> because there is no dipstick. There is only a little port opening that you have to finagle to get to. And if you really want to check the transmission fluid, you got to get a $60 part okay. or a four-foot-long zip tie and rig it up because you're not supposed to change the transmission fluid it's supposed to be the same transmission fluid for the life of the quote-unquote lifetime Uh, transmission didn't know that so if you want to add or remove any transmission fluid from a lifetime transmission you have to jack the car up make it level and then unscrew a little plug on the side of the transmission and use a pump okay i didn't know that so yeah they they definitely have made it less user-friendly okay okay that makes sense but, in general, less hassle in dealing with that than there was when you had to constantly worry about the fluid level, the water level, the fluid level in a transmission, and the water level in a radiator, right? Right. Back in the days when you had service stations and you'd pull up to buy gas, they'd pop the hood, and the attendant would check all that stuff for you, right? Your battery. Because you used to have to put water in the batteries, Right. In the old days. Oh, yeah. Now they're dry cell still batteries. Water in some batteries, but you're not dealing with it. Just somebody that's a trained technician is adding the water before you buy it. Okay. All right. So, anyhow, you got uh, used to, they used to check the batteries, check the radiator, check the wiper fluid. You still got to do that. Uh, if you want, when you push the button or the switch to, to spray water on your windshield, you better have some some fluid in it, right, to do right. that. But it's I'd say overall vehicles are a lot less hassle, require less maintenance. It's just when you have a problem, man, they're sometimes can be more difficult to run down because of all the systems. So but the good news is they don't fail that often. They're pretty dead gum reliable overall. Anyhow, yesterday we talked about the record debt that uh Americans have have uh, saddled themselves with talking about household debt, household debt, mortgages, credit cards, sixteen point two trillion. 
So another interesting bit of information that I learned of after the show yesterday, Americans opened up 233 million, million new credit cards in the last three months. There are 500 million credit cards in this country. I had no idea. 233 million new credit cards. So what we're seeing is, because of this rampant inflation that's really hitting everybody in the hide, folks are starting to turn more to credit just to subsist. This is dangerous. This is scary. This ain't good. Uh, to, uh, so credit scores are declining. Anecdotally, I've talked to some folks in the mortgage business who have said that they are seeing scores decline. They're seeing more folks show up that uh, have an increase in their debt obligations, all of which figures into approving a mortgage loan. And but I just had no idea. Two hundred and thirty-three million. Now this is a forty, uh, forty-year high, of course, of inflation. But satisfaction with financial condition, based on a poll, tw- is at a twelve-month low. Forty-three percent of consumers expect to add to their debt in the second half of this year. Forty-three percent. Not surprising, and I just I think it's a function of stuff costs more money, and when you're having to spend more of your disposable cash income on the necessities of life, the things you got to go buy outside of that, you pop it on that plastic, and that's what's happening. Uh, no doubt, the credit card companies, which have risen, uh, have uh, increased, I should say, their interest rates because their cost of money is up. With interest rates rising, their cost of financing that, they're pushing more credit cards because it's more profitable for them. They have a little better spread. And you've got uh, more in that kind of 20 to 30-year-old range that are taking out these credit cards. They're bombarding them. I mean, you, you folks know that. You get solicitations regularly, right, in the mail, electronically. And they're pretty pretty clever with that sort of stuff. You know, here here's some $50 or something to open up the account or get a bunch of points on something. I mean, there's all kinds of schemes they use very You're effectively. Pre-approved. Yeah, pre-approved, can't be turned down, all that stuff. So what they don't tell you is you're pre-approved to pay 28.5% <laughs> interest on every dollar you borrow. Yeah, absolutely. American Consumer Credit Counseling the organization, says that nearly a quarter of American households have no emergency savings. A quarter. 28% have some savings, but not enough to cover three months of expenses. 22% savings could cover three to five months of expenses. 27% report that they have enough savings to cover six months or more of expenses. So it's, it's pretty closely divided uh, into to quarters, if you look at it. 23, 28, 22, 27 percent, respectively. So a quarter have nothing, a quarter have a little, a, a quarter have three months, and a quarter have more than three months. I'm a little surprised at that, that it's just how evenly divided it is across 
those uh, quartiles. I, it's a little surprising in me. The to normal me. curve is a heck of a thing. Right. I, I agree. And that's exactly what this is. Uh, it's, it's pretty flat. So 48% as of the second quarter of this year, 48% of consumers said the rising cost of basic necessities has impacted their family's lifestyle. That's up from 39% just a quarter ago. An 11-point leap in one quarter. Interesting. So, there is some good news on the fuel front. We continue to see the price of gas decline steadily on a day, I think 50 days in, in a row, if I'm not mistaken. But the price of crude this morning dipped below $90 a barrel. I was surprised at that. And this is just normal demand and supply. Imagine that. The market's just working this stuff out. Folks are spending less, consuming less, on gas, uh, traveling less, back to school in a lot of areas, uh, done with the vacations for the most part. So you got that going on. A slight increase in uh, supply. By the way, you remember not too long ago, we were talking about the president going to Saudi Arabia with hat in hand. Please, please, please produce more oil. And yesterday they announced, you see this? 100,000 barrels a day. What a joke. 100,000. Just for comparative sake, we consume 20 million a day. 100,000. Are you kidding me? And the release the president ordered from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is a million barrels a day. This is 10% of that. That's basically Saudi Arabia saying... Out of here, you bug. We don't we don't care about you. What a fantastic trip that was, President. Woohoo! You really did it up. Unbelievable. I'll get back to Senator Rick Scott on his visit, what he reported this morning on his visit to Taiwan. When we come back after the break here on middays, we're in the Element Well Studios. Stay with us. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices have fallen about 86 cents in recent weeks, with the average for a gallon of regular nationwide at 413, and the average for a gallon of gas in Mississippi at 371. Florida Congressman Brian Donalds told Mornings with Maria that the Biden administration has not caused this decline. Listen, global demand for oil is down. The future market price for oil is actually down over the last couple of months. And when oil prices go down, gas prices tend to go down. And the reason why that has occurred is because futures markets are looking at, an, at a recession. OPEC announced they'll raise their oil output following President Joe Biden's visit to Saudi Arabia last month. Analysts have expressed concern that OPEC's small increase won't have a big impact on prices. The Dodges in Batesville has Mississippi's lowest price for gas today at 315. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006.
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. So Thomas and Greenwood is giving me a lesson on vehicles. Now I've, I told you this is a subject matter with which I, I have uh, very little experience and knowledge of. So the distilled waters actually I remember that now. It is uh, it used to be poured into the batteries, not the radiator. Regular water in the radiator. Because I remember the old hoses that used to be at, in the islands where the gas pumps were, and they'd pull that water hose over and stick that uh, in your radiator. But had to have the distilled water, I guess, for maximum performance of the battery. I want to say it could actually run on non-distilled water, but did better, performed better. I don't know. Something to that effect. So, yeah, I do recall Thomas Antifreeze. I remember buying that every year. Had to put that Presto, right? Wasn't that the name of it? Make sure you match the right color. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The antifreeze you put in your radiator. So he says, of course, in the Delta where he's from, you also had to clean the bugs out. I can imagine. So, anyhow, appreciate the lesson there, Thomas, on uh, engines. Don't know that any of that applies anymore, but it... uh, Certainly has come a long way in that respect, which is pretty cool, honestly, I think. so. And we continue to see more advances. But one thing's for sure, when you pull those hoods up, there are lots of complicated stuff. I've got a situation where I have a running board on my SUV on the passenger side, and every now and then it just decides it won't come down. You know how it folds up when you close the doors and you're in, in travel. When you park and you open the door, the running boards are supposed to come down for your convenience. The driver's side works fine. The passenger kind of kind of acts like it wants to and then just stays put. And, of course, when I bring it to the shop, they say, I can't make it do it. Cannot recreate it. So they ask me to film it. <laughs> and whenever it's happened, oh, gosh, let me get my phone out. And then, of course, it doesn't do it when I try it again. That's the way, right? That's the way it always works. <laughs> But that's, uh, and of course, when I asked, what could be causing that? And it was like a list of about 18 things <laughs> just for a running board up and down. That's, uh, that's kind of, I think, a good illustration of how complicated these machines have become. They've almost gotten over-engineered. Yeah, very true. And, uh, heck, in my vehicles, what? Two years old, so there, there's a lot of advancements that have come even since then. Heck, some of them, you look at the dashboard, 
There's not much to it but a screen, right? I know Tesla's, for the most part, you just got one panel, one uh, single pane of glass. Airplanes have gone that way. You know, when I was flying, learned how to fly, you had the what's called a six-pack, and you had all the, the, uh, the analog instruments, some of which uh, operated on vacuum pressure, such as the altimeter and so forth, and it, you always worried about the dead gum vacuum going out, and I think I installed a backup vacuum on mine. It wasn't standard equipment uh, on that model airplane I had. Because that could be a bad deal if you're in the clouds. If you're if you're in uh, VFR, visual flight rule conditions, no big deal. I can see the ground, but if you're in the clouds in the suit, you can't. You need all those instruments. That was the problem with Kobe Bryant's helicopter. Yeah, exactly. Same deal. In, Got into cloud cover and didn't know how far away from the mountain they were. Right. When that stuff fails, bad deal. But cool thing now is uh, all of that's gone digital, and so now a cockpit is just. Panes of glass. It's a pane of glass with all those instruments uh, displayed in the pane, uh, but it do- doesn't change the the act, the the performance of flight itself. You still got to know how to scan those instruments in instrument flight rules and and fly and react accordingly. Of course, you got autopilots now. You just click those dudes on, provided they are working, and it it interprets all that information and guides the aircraft. Uh, anyhow, yesterday, so Kyle said something. Do you know what this is about, by the way? Do you think Pelosi's trip ties back to the conductors? What's that about? What am I missing? Semiconductors? Oh. Well, it, it actually is true. I saw a report this morning. Uh, so we've discussed that before. I'm going to get to Rick Scott in a second. We've discussed that before, that Taiwan is the home of the most advanced semiconductor manufacturing that's, that is just a fact, on the planet. And I do think I saw this morning, Rhino, where they have announced, some of the manufacturers there have announced they are going to begin producing here in the United States, to the chagrin of China. And I think it's in reaction to China doing their saber-rattling. Because if China invaded the island, as it did in Hong Kong, I'm not sure what happens to the semiconductor industry, honestly. And it's another situation where... We consume, we import a great deal of semiconductors, these advanced chips from Taiwan, and if China takes over, here we go again. They got us by the short hairs. Not a good thing. So Senator Rick Scott said he traveled to Taiwan just on a diplomatic trip. A U.S. senator, not unusual to to travel to a, uh, a friendly partner nation like that. And he said while he was there, while he was on the island, the Chinese scrambled jets. I had no idea. Chinese fighter jets, the, the People's Army or whatever the hell they call it, was um, flying uh, fighter jets overhead, and the Taiwanese military had to scramble fighters just to kind of throw that shot across the bow, hey, back off. That's crazy. But that's pretty much the way China operates. But, you know, they weren't going to shoot. What they'll do is video it and report it back to the people to show how strong the regime is. I mean, that's how they operate, because they live in a dang vacuum. And uh, it's difficult to get through the Great Wall of China, the Great Firewall, as they call it, the Digital Wall, 
where they regulate and control the flow of information in and out. It's crazy. And uh, I had no idea, though. So I guess had he, had he been the Speaker of the House and maybe a higher-level elected official, but I don't, I don't know, a U.S. Senator? Shouldn't that be? How did that miss the news? Or maybe I just missed it. Did you, were you aware of that? Uh, the only reason Pelosi's trip really came up is because, A, she has a history of kind of antagonizing the CCP and being pro-Taiwan, and she's the highest-ranking official since Gingrich. Okay, that's right, since Newt Gingrich went. That is absolutely right. Well, we need to keep Taiwan free and independent. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I, I get nervous because it's such a productive, pro-democracy nation that is a great hub for technology and uh, really good people. Uh, we don't need them to fall in the hands of the Chinese. But that's what they want, clearly. I mean, <laughs> their goal, there's no question that's their goal, is to, to continue to plow over smaller nations like that and ultimately dominate America. I mean, that's what they want to do. Uh, it's, and they're patient in their pursuit of that, shall we say. Uh, hey, guys, this is on the ceasefire text line. Don't forget about the blinker fluid that has to be checked. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Wow. Sure, it's not the government giving out credit cards, Carolyn Starkville says. No, it's it's not, Carol. It's uh, it's people that are struggling. I I read another report while we we were on break. U.S. credit card balances in the second quarter shot up by forty six billion dollars over Q one over the prior quarter. The total amount this is mind boggling. The total amount of outstanding credit card debt now sits at eight hundred and ninety billion dollars. That's how much we owe on our credit cards. That after um, Americans, consumers went out and opened up 233 million new credit cards just in the second quarter, in the last three months. That is incredible. So how long will it be till Democrats start talking about, we need credit card forgiveness? Oh, don't even get me started, because they're, they're once again really pushing for this student loan debt forgiveness. Big time. Big time. The, uh, the most hotly pursued person in the entire Beltway is Senator Kristen Sinema, who's getting enormous pressure from both sides on this bill that we've been uh, discussing the last few days, this Inflation Reduction Act, which is so dumb, the name of it is, that Joe Manchin saw him again yesterday, get a little belligerent. Uh, I'm trying to do something good. Why is, why is everybody all over me? Because it's bad. That's why and you're just you're Because the only reason to... you're doing it is because you're getting pork. <laughs> exactly. The pipeline that we talked about. Terry from Bogachetta wrote in on that this morning. Yeah, you're right. We touched on that yesterday. That came out two evenings ago. Oh, you're getting a pipeline. What's it called? The Western, not the Western, the Mountain Valley. The Mountain Valley Pipeline, the MVP. Okay, right. Oh, my gosh. Kristen Sinema, though, is getting enormous pressure from manufacturers in her state and the private equity in the hedge fund community, which would get hit hard by this carried interest rule they want to pass. We'll see where she goes with it. Stay with us. We're coming right back.
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 116 to 93.27. March cotton was down 112 to 90.93. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up 24 and a half to 1394 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up 24 and a quarter to 1402 per bushel. December corn was up three and a half to 599 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up three and three quarters to 608 per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down a nickel to 143.90. December live cattle was up a nickel to 150 even. September feeders down 60 to 182.30. October feeders down 65 to 185.05. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 65 points, 32,747. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four. More ways to win with fireball. Ah, sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Seattle here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay, so I'll have to admit, I am an instrument-rated pilot. I have about 1,200 hours. But I haven't flown an airplane since 2008. And that is uh, when I got sick and lost my medical. It took about a year and a half to get it back. And then my kids got all busy, and I just I sold my airplane. As it, it, pilots out there know, you, you don't just fly occasionally and expect to uh, be safe. You've got to constantly fly and practice, and there are some minimum rules. There's some rules where you have to fly. I don't remember all the instrument rules, but what I think over a 60-day or a 90-day period, you have to do so many approaches and and um, other maneuvers just to maintain currency is what they call it. So night flying, etc. Uh, and it, that just is sometimes you got to just and you have to have somebody in the airplane spotting for you when you're flying with the view-limiting devices, as they call them. Foggles, I had, which pretty much covered your eyes up, except for a little section at the bottom. The only thing you could see was that, that instrument panel. Can't see out the airplane. So you got to have somebody spotting for you, is what they call it. Uh, mainly, not spotting the ground that you're about to crash, but looking for other aircraft when you're flying at certain altitudes in uncontrolled airspace. Um, but... You got to go up there and do that, and it's a it's can be a bit of a hassle. You got to you know got to chalk off some time to do it. But anyhow, I misspoke, Brian and Madison. So I hadn't been around these airplanes in a while, and some of this stuff's kind of gotten out of my head. All the technical stuff. He says I'm an instrument tech. I appreciate that, Brian, for weighing in. He's right. Altimeters. After, as soon as he said it, I remembered it. Altimeters are on static and ambient pressure. And that's the same, as I recall, Brian, for uh, airspeed, right? The airspeed indicator as well. The gyros, he's right. The gyros would obviously be on vacuum pressure, and that's the, uh, the horizon indicator and also the turned indicator. There's two of them. The turned indicator is really just kind of shows the attitude of, of the wings in a single dimension, whereas the, the horizon is a ball that just kind of shows you if you're pointed up or down, it's blue on the top, black on the bottom. But you use those and you scan those to understand what your attitude is in the air when you can't see the ground or the horizon. But he's right. Those are operated. Those are powered by vacuum systems. But I think I'm right on this, Brian. When those vacuum systems go, that turn coordinator 
in the um, in the in the horizon instrument, they just start spinning. I know the horizon, the ball in there that's in that vacuum just starts spinning. So, okay, what's up? What's down? I don't know. And the turn indicator, as I recall, they just kind of wobble back and forth. Don't really indicate how you are positioned in the air in the airplane. So, appreciate you correcting me on that, uh, uh, Brian. Been a while. Been 14 years since I've been in an airplane. Uh, in the left seat, that is, behind the yoke. Appreciate that. Um, William and Corlin says, what kind of plane did you have? I had a Piper Saratoga. Piper Saratoga. It is a, it's a six-seater. Has four club seats. Club seats are when you have two that face the front and two that face the rear. They, they, so they face each other. They call it club seating configuration. It's a single-engine High performance, it's called a high performance single engine, had retractable landing gear, variable pitch prop. Those, um, there's a few things that, that if a plane has on it, a single engine plane has on, it's considered high performance. And so, um, anyhow, you, that's a different sign off than is, say, flying a Cessna. So, learning how to fly a Cessna, learn how to fly uh, this particular airplane, even though they're both single engine air, aircraft, it's just different. Uh, because you have these systems, and you have to worry about the retractable landing gear and the mixture and the variable pitch prop. Whereas in the in the single engine Cessna, you don't have as much. Well, you don't, certainly don't have retractable landing gear. You got fixed landing gear. So, by the way, this was the same plane, for what it's worth, that John F. Kennedy Jr. Jr. Uh, perished in. It crashed. Same exact plane, different year, but same model, same configuration, and he was not instrument rated. Which that was hypoxia, right? Yeah, because or believed to be. Yeah, he stalled, didn't know what the heck direction he was in, and that's usually what happens. You end up uh, not knowing where you are because you can't see the ground, and if you're not instrument rated, can't fly just by by um, visual visualizing and interpreting the instruments inside because you can't interpret the outside, you can't see anything. You're in the suit, and he. He broke all the rules that we learn uh, about flying an airplane from a safety perspective. He was in a hurry. It was marginal conditions. He really wasn't VFR. He was a low-time pilot, and he wasn't instrument rated. All and he was flying over water, and all that says you're probably going to die. I mean, it was just it was on him, honestly. But a lot of people think, oh no, I'm I'm bigger than the airplane in nature, and I can do this. People that do that usually nature gets them. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we got the news coming your way. Don Brazel, CEO of Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries Parks Foundation. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Chris Foster. Basketball star Brittany Griner is found guilty of drug possession and smuggling in Russia and sentenced to nine years in prison. Earlier, she'd asked in court, uh, apologized in court and asked for leniency. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. She was arrested in February with seven-tenths of a gram of hash oil in her luggage. The Biden administration has offered a prisoner swap. New unemployment claims are up. There were 260,000 new claims for unemployment benefits last week. It's an increase of 6,000. The eight-month high for new claims was 261,000 in mid-July. Those still receiving benefits continuing claims also rose to 1.41 million. That's Fox's Jenny Casola. Hundreds of people are working to rescue trapped miners in northern Mexico. Ten coal miners where they are has collapsed and flooded. 
America's listening to Fox News. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with the Mata Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is at a 40-year high at 9.1%. Gene Marks, the CPA and president of the Marks Group, thinks it'll be at least another year before Americans start to get any kind of real relief. The key indicator for inflation is the producer price index, the PPI. The PPI came in last month at 11.3%. So remember, that's what it's going to cost to produce things now that's going to be used and sold over the next six months or so. And we're seeing right now that those prices are 11.3%. He believes the PPI is significantly understated. You wonder why food prices have gone up. These core materials are going into manufacturing the things that we consume have gone up way more than 11.3% that the PPI is showing right now. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I-, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Hundreds of thousands of Mississippians like me. Yes, we. Depend on public benefits for health care, food, and and housing. housing. To receive these benefits, I cannot have more than $2,000 in my name. With able, I can save save for my future without losing my much-needed benefits. I couldn't plan on savings before, but But now I am able. able. Visit MississippiAble.com to get started. Mississippi is the 37th state to legalize medical marijuana, and companies like Southern Sky Brands and Canton are working toward getting product to market. Bo Cox told us they got clones in on Saturday. For all of us who have ever uh, suckered off of some uh, tomato plants where the bud yep. is, and you I different, you. different buds, so you break it off and, and you just put the uh, the branch in the ground, trip, uh, trim the limb, uh, leaves up a little bit, and then uh, they root theirs. They're still finishing their facility and CO 
COO Steve Merritt is excited to have plants in the ground. First, we'll have just the raw marijuana buds that you could smoke uh, or you could decarboxylate it and then use it in something else if you wanted to use it at home. Or we'll be uh, producing gummies and vape pens, uh, tinctures, things that you can put under your tongue. Patients that qualify will be issued a registration card that costs $25. Applications should be made through the Mississippi State Health Department's website. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601 922 Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. And now, now. another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of Middays, live from the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. Joining us now in the studios, Don Brazel, the CEO of the Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries Parks Foundation. Don, thanks for coming on Middays. Man, glad to be here. Appreciate you inviting us. Big week uh, down at the Trademark, the Coliseum. Tell us what we got going on with the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo. Okay, uh, starting this Friday uh, at noon. We are our expo, uh, but you know, you said, Oh, we, I feel like I've been doing it all week, <laughs> but anyway, we open the doors on Friday at noon okay. and go through seven o'clock that night. Then Saturday, it opens at 10 a.m. and will run through 7 p.m. that night, and then Sunday, it will be 10 to 5. Right, so right. We, okay. So we got, we got two big events though now. It's okay, the, yeah. the Ag and Outdoor Expo, and then we've got the uh, the Bulls Bands and Barrels event too, starting at seven o'clock that night on Saturday. So we have two events. It's all about country. Okay, <laughs> awesome. So I seem to recall last year in the trademark there, lots of exhibitors with lots of neat stuff, uh, all related to uh, outdoor. Absolutely, we have got um, we're sold out. And with a waiting list to get in, wow. we have no more space available. We put them in every crook and cranny we can put people in for, to show their product. That's great. Uh, almost 70,000 square feet of, uh, sure enough, any product related to hunting, fishing, uh, those services for that, agricultural products, 
big toys for big boys and little yeah. toys for little boys. <laughs> you name it, I think we've got it. Uh, it was awesome last year, very enjoyable. And, and so the fact that you got a waiting list tells me that it must be good for the exhibitors. Well, I think uh, a lot of it is uh, the product that we are providing for them, but also I think COVID people have gotten over that grain, and yeah. they're not quite as worried as yeah. they were before. So I, I think both those. And also, now, I have to say, we're very fortunate to have the uh, trademark. That just going to ask you that. That building is incredible, and thank goodness for uh, Commissioner Gibson and mm-hmm. his crew. I can't ask for any better help than those his crew that they have there at the fairground. To- totally awesome. Uh, completely agree, and, and it's just a, it's a great place uh, to host uh, that sort of event. Absolutely. No doubt about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Beautiful building. Yeah. It desperately needed. The yes, old one absolutely. had uh, served well, but it, its uh, time had passed, and yes. we needed an upgrade, and uh, now we have it. So, Don, you know, it I, uh, seems like this is a, a reasonable question to ask. Uh, folks are familiar with uh, the issues we've had with respect to crime in the city of Jackson. Right. But the fairgrounds itself, uh, behind the gates and the fences and law enforcement around, uh, I've seen no issue with that. I mean, you're not worried about that, are I you? I spend a lot of time there. <laughs> okay. No, I'm okay. not. And, of course, uh, Commissioner Gibson uh, yeah. and Department of Agriculture, of course, they have put in new uh, enforcement security uh, measures there yeah. that are really looking good for it. Uh, I know, I think I heard the other day how many event, events that they had had there with no incidents at all. Okay. I mean, I feel comfortable there. And I, and I do, too, and, that, and uh, that's the way it should be, honestly. And, again, uh, I recall last year that the place uh, was well represented by law enforcement that are making sure nothing happens. I just don't see any bad folks uh, coming onto the property to even think about doing anything. We honestly. have plenty of security. I'll just go ahead and say this: yeah. inside and out. Yeah, and and the commissioners made it very clear yes. that uh, that, that uh, the bad guys are not going to ruin anything that should happen he, on those fairgrounds. That event, he has taken it head on. I no doubt that. about it, and it, <laughs> and it, no and it, need, it needed to be. Yeah, so I, I, I think we're in good shape there. So tell me again, how many exhibitors you have? Uh, last count was. I think 142. Good grief. Yeah. 142. But, but listen, the, when you're in a, a building that's nearly 70,000 square feet, I think our largest uh, vendor will be Van Sporting Goods. He, okay. And he's got 35 booths. Oh, my gosh. 35. That's wow. large. It's <laughs> very large. He has a big space. This well, is they the, got a lot of stuff to show. He does. Yeah. And he brings in professionals from all over with the different companies that he represents. And... Uh, uh, he he's very excited. He he increased from last year. I'll just say that. Yeah. Well, that, that's awesome. That means it was a good uh, yes, good absolutely. event for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, so 130. That's just amazing. But we should point out. I just can say from my experience last year, it's it, it's not crowded. You're not shoulder to shoulder. Even though there's a lot of people exhibiting and a lot of people walking uh, through the trademark uh, to take a look at everything, it's very comfortable. Very. Uh, in, incredibly comfortable, and, and it's very spacious. It can easily accommodate that. And you I, I will see say, you... too, we, we put um, 99% of everything inside the air conditioning. So yeah. come enjoy yourself yeah. in, in August. Some of the big gears outside. <laughs> we I don't put think the big you can get it in there. Yeah, the big, big machines, we had to put them outside. But, but those are fascinating to look at, though, oh, look. to behold in person. And the kids love to get up in the big <laughs> wheels of them and take pictures. So, I mean, they're <laughs> gigantic. You know, we call it sort of touch a tractor, touch a truck, or touch a skid, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But that is definitely uh, a, a, an, 
attraction for all children, for yeah. sure. How's the foundation doing? How are we We're doing? We're doing really well, really well. A lot of growth over the last three years. Um, you know, we've we've tackled some major uh, projects like the stewardship initiative that yeah. passed this last year, and yeah. um, it's like uh, Ricky Matthews said the other day: when the foundation grabs onto something, just get out of the way. Got it through. We're, we're going to do everything we can. No to get doubt it about it. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Robert Taylor yeah. about that oh, yeah. a couple of days ago up at the university, and everybody seems to be pleased with uh, right. at this point where yeah. we are on that. I think exactly. it's a good deal for the state of uh, state of Mississippi. And the Taylors are a big sponsor of ours too. Yes, yeah. While I'm at it, let me go ahead and say Southern Ag Credit presenting sponsor. But I've got a list of sponsors. If we have time for me to read them off, because I I might forget one if I didn't read They're them. All, so all good. We're folks. very fortunate. I, I mean, people are seeing the work we're doing. And they're coming on board. Well, so we it, love it. We're we're blessed in Mississippi. Uh, outdoor sports uh, are are a big asset in Ab- our state. Absolutely, we have a lot of outdoors people. That's right. That really enjoy that, but they also are dedicated to taking care of the environment and, exactly. and, and ensuring we have good habitat, good spaces for our wildlife. Because That's right. It, we're not doing any good if we destroy that. And they understand that. And they Absolutely. want to perpetuate that and keep that going for future generations. So they're they're outdoorsmen and women, but they're also very dedicated to preservation. They are, and you know our primary mission, primary, is supporting uh, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks and their programs. Right. But as you notice, we we jumped out there a little bit more in the forefront and got involved in the stewardship coalition to get that initiative passed. Right. And uh, so we're we're beginning to branch out a little bit even though that program is still something that affects our whole state, yeah, uh, the conservation in our state. Yeah, absolutely. You want to share with the folks uh, real quickly exactly what that stewardship is all about? I can, uh, real real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, all but Mississippi and Louisiana actually had a continuous uh, funding source for right. conservation. And a couple years ago, uh, we began to tackle trying to get one in our state. And we're very fortunate to have some really good coalition members that that participated with us. And we were able to, through the legislature this year, with a lot of those uh, members of the legislature's support, get a bill passed that will provide funding especially matching funding for federal grants that we've been missing out on. Yeah. I mean, we've been leaving millions and millions of dollars yep. uh, out of our state that could be on the ground in our state. Yeah. So by passing that, we got $10 million, uh, to start the program. Uh, the board has been now established. Uh, as of July 1. So we're, we're in the process of getting to develop a program that will take grants from different private uh, and public organizations gotcha. and government agencies. I mean, there's anybody practically can apply. So that, that board will establish the guidelines. Then you will have uh, those grant processes gone through and You'll select a certain ones, and hopefully we, we can match a lot of that money with that federal money and make it tenfold I better than what it is today. We're going to benefit for sure. In, anything? And we're not through. No, that's what I was We're going you. after what, more. Okay, well, what, what's <laughs> we, on the radar? We've got about a couple of minutes left. What's okay. on the radar for the next session? We did not uh, receive exact – you know, as we wanted the Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And sure. we, we got a, a really good start at it. 
Uh, this year, we, we would love to continue to gain and get more money put into that uh, trust fund yeah. and go from there. But we really would like to see a definite, continuous source of funding for conservation. I got you. Well, it is a precious asset in the state of Mississippi, and uh, we certainly need to do everything we can to maintain it, preserve it for future generations, and it's it's critical to our economy. As I, well. agree. I agree. I agree. Don Brazel, CEO of Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries Parks Foundation, on the program talking about the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo that gets started at noon tomorrow. Noon right? tomorrow. That's right. Go down to the fairgrounds trademark to check it out, folks. We'll take a break here on Middays. We'll come right back. Stay with us. Gonna do what they say can't be done. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. 
all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. So, Joe in Gulfport reminds, it was actually spatial disorientation that got, yeah. So, that, and now all that really means, again, is that he was flying in, uh, talking about JFK and his crash in his Piper Saratoga, same airplane I used to fly, and so he was... Uh, he got spatially disoriented because he could not fly in accordance with instrument flight rules, reading, scanning the instruments, and, and uh, piloting the aircraft accordingly. was in the uh, conditions where he couldn't see the horizon. It's, it, it's especially difficult, folks, when you're over water, by the way. You look out and you say, where does the water end and where does the sky begin when you've got hazy conditions? Uh, and so you're, it's just dangerous. You, it's kind of scary if you don't know how to read those instruments. Like, I can't tell exactly where the ground is. And so what usually happens then is you, you because you can't do that, you can't tell where the heck you are just using your eyes looking out. In the case of JFK, he just says, well, I'm just going to start pulling controls thinking maybe I need to go up. The typical reaction is pull up. Right, And if you do that, you have a tendency then eventually to stall the aircraft, which means you can't control it, and it just kind of spins into the ground. Usually that's what it does. It, it triggers it into a, a spin. Um, and folks out there that are pilots know this, and you have to learn how to get the airplane out of a spin if you possibly can. Sometimes you can't, honestly. Depends on how violent that spin is. But uh, but nonetheless, that's what happened. You didn't know what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. And you start pulling on controls, thinking you're making corrections. And it's like, uh, ultimately, you end up controlling yourself into the ground, is what usually happens. So anyhow, yep, spatial disorientation. Uh, you know, my wife always said she was never worried about flying. I think I may have said this before. She was never worried about flying in an airplane with me because we, I don't know, be out around socially and people ask, well, don't you worry about flying in with Gerard? And she always said, oh, no, he loves himself too much. He won't do anything stupid. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of private pilots have um, met their fate because they just were stupid. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. It's not generally because of, of failure of the aircraft itself. It's failure of the pilot, and it's because you just did something you know you shouldn't do, and you take that risk, and you think you can outsmart it, and you just can't. It's kind of like trying to outrun a tornado. 
similar. Oh, yeah. no, I can do that. You know, and the next thing you know, it sucks you up, you're gone. So don't a lot do of it. times those are habits built on habits built on habits because it didn't bite you or burn you the first time. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's totally right. And so, okay, it worked last time. Sure to work this time. And uh, the odds catch up with you. As it's just human say. nature. I mean, look at what state auditor Chad White catches on a seemingly daily basis. You got people that think they can get away with taking money from the taxpayers. And 99 times out of 100, it starts small. And they don't get caught, so they think, oh, well, I can make it bigger and bigger and bigger until the hammer comes down. Hmm. I think a lot of that's true. um, So you could probably make that same argument, apply that to what we're seeing in meme stocks a little bit. Similar sort of deal. Robin Hood, you been watching that? What a dang nightmare that deal is. Lying the whole time about all that stuff, too. Trying to cover it up. Covering up lies? Does that ever work? Very rarely. It's rare. You, the only way you probably are able to get away with it is you die before it gets discovered, right? Pretty much. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, Sam in, uh, from Mount Herman says, yeah, three takeoff and landings per month is what the, is required to stay current. Sam, as I recall, that's true for visual flight rules, but for instrument flight rules, you got to go out and fly approaches and holds. Is something to that effect, as I recall. Again, it's been 14 years since I had to do that and was keeping current, as always, on a regular basis. Never broke those rules. And you're on your own on that, honestly. I mean, if they want to check your logbook to see if you've been out doing that and you're current, as they say. So the problem is you have some sort of mishap. And then you got to provide your log books because the NTSB comes uh, knocking and to investigate, and your log books show, oh, no, you weren't current. That's a big old problem. Big old problem. He also said that, Sam from Mount Hermon, that the original IFR acronym, what it meant, which, by the way, stands for Instrument Flight Rules. I know we're getting wonky about flying here. But he said... Uh, IFR was first used as an acronym for early pilots who flew from one point to another by following the railroad tracks. I fly railroads. I never heard that before, Sam. I'm not sure. I want to say that's that... shortened a bit because I want to. I want to say I watched a documentary about the concrete and stone arrows that used to be all across the country for civilian flights and stuff like that. And I want to say the phrase was I I fly. Rivers, railroads, and roads, or rivers, rails, and roads, or something like that, because before modern GPS, before any of any of the the advances in technology, it was a lot more landmark based. Well, yeah, I mean, and you had they the I forget if it's the FAA or the Civil Air Corps or somebody put these giant arrows in conspicuous conspicuous places across the country I didn't know that that would point you in directions but I know even in learning to fly in accordance with visual flight flight rules in my early flight training I mean you were required to sit down with a map and uh, um, an aircraft map a flying aviation map and you would have to plot your course and calculate the amount of time it would take you to get to a certain what's called a waypoint and you'd pick 
things that you could see from the sky, like a town, an intersection, lake, is some sort of feature on the ground, and you'd look down and say, yeah, you'd calculate how long should it take me to get there, and you'd, you'd do your flight plan, and yeah, okay, I see that lake, I see that town, I see that water tower, railroad track, something like that, intersection, uh, similar, but but Sam, I, I didn't know. I, I'm not sure about that, right? <laughs> IFR, I fly railroads because it's not related to instrument flight rules, which, by the way, the first IFR flight, Lieutenant James Doolittle, U.S. Army Corps, 1929, completely blind airplane takeoff flight and landing solely by reference to instruments, which is what instrument flight rules are. I remember my instructor requiring me to take off with the foggles on, just by looking at the instruments. I was a little intimidated by that when she said, okay, we're going to take off with the foggles on. I go, huh? I mean, some other ground here. I'd rather take off than land with them on, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, of course, the, the whole idea, right, of learning how to fly instrument flight rules is getting down to a, a, a certain level, elevation, and you got to see the airport at that point. The airport environment, I think, is what the rules say. And if you don't, you have to do a missed approach, go around, try it again. But yeah, and it usually takes you down, depending on um, the guidance system available at that particular um, airport and uh, that runway, to usually 100 feet or so over the ground. I want to say it's right, 100 feet. And that's kind of intimidating. Like, you pop, you keep saying, I know it's up there because the instruments say, we're on it, we're on it, we're on it. And all of a sudden, you pop out of those clouds, whoosh, there is a runway right there. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. Anyhow. Apparently, the concrete arrows are called beacon stations. Oh, that makes sense. And they were predominantly used in the 20s and 30s leading up to the start of World War II. For airmail travel. Okay. Well, that's interesting because before uh, the um, oh shoot, the name escapes me. The the landing guidance systems, ILS, instrument landing systems, just hit me. Which are so when you when you're coming into a um, an airport and you see uh, these blinking lights in sort of steel mounts leading up to the runway. Those are called, the, I think, the rabbit lights, as I recall. Now, I'm trying to recall this stuff from 15 years ago. But anyhow, that's part of an instrument landing system, which will dial you in straight down the middle of the runway uh, to a certain uh, level above the air. Before that, it was AM radio signals that would be interpreted by a non-directional beacon. It's called an NDB in the airplane. And it wasn't very precise. It was an arrow, and it would go, mm. <laughs> like, oh, it's over there. No, it's over there. And you used to have to fly to the radio stations. <laughs> well, that was before we had all this sophisticated. Now it's GPS, for the most part, and the ILS as well work in concert. Anyhow. Apparently there are still over 100 of the concrete arrows wow. still out there across the country. That is some fodder for the day. We'll take a break right here. Senator Nicole Aikens Boyd at 12.05. Stay with us. Come on, baby. Drive crazy. Mr. Rankin's is great. Balls of fire. 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at esisupply.net. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is at a 40-year high at 9.1%. Gene Marks, the CPA and president of the Marks Group, thinks it'll be at least another year before Americans start to get any kind of real relief. The key indicator for inflation is the producer price index, the PPI. The PPI came in last month at 11.3%. So remember, that's what it's going to cost to produce things now that's going to be used and sold over the next six months or so. And we're seeing right now that those prices are 11.3%. He believes the PPI is significantly understated. You wonder why food prices have gone up. These core materials are going into manufacturing the things that we consume have gone up way more than 11.3% that the PPI is showing right now. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3 on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Back in the Element Well Studios, midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. Once again at 12.05, Senator Nicole Akins Boyd joins us in the Element Well Studio. She'll be discussing the Senate study group on women, children, and families. This was something commissioned by the Lieutenant Governor not so long ago. And Senator Akins Boyd serves as the chair of this study group, so we'll get an update on what's going on there. Paula Meridian says, you don't want any ego in the cockpit. I totally agree. Ego will get you killed. And those on board with you, no doubt about it. William and Brandon, do you see this picture? William sent Rhino. A C-5 is an Air Force C-5 Galaxy oh, yeah. next to a C-130 Hercules and a couple of fighters. Look how big that dang thing is. Good grief. That is a massive aircraft. Thanks for sending that, William. Uh, Recent Clarksdale says, the only way you get away with covering up a lie is if you get elected as a Democrat. Kyle says, tell everybody why water towers have the name, name on them for lost pilots. Well, I don't know that that's the only reason they they uh, a, a lot of cities and towns have the name of the city or town painted on, imprinted on the tower. I'm not sure that it was for lost pilots, but I was always told by my instructor, if you see one and you're lost, yeah, check it out. Could help you. I totally agree with that. Uh, Moe says the concrete arrows were for the early airmail routes, right, which Rhino shared with us, absolutely. Carolyn Starkville had a cousin crop dust in the Delta for years. He took up a friend's aerobatic plane and ended up ca- crashing to the ground. Never knew what caused the crash. Wow. Sorry to hear about that, Carol. Interesting, they couldn't figure out what happened. So there's a couple of folks that asked about why these planes, these little, they look like planes that are pa- white in nature, what, 
three by three, something like that in size, painted on the highways. If I'm not mistaken, that is a it's a leftover from building out the interstate system because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that one of the selling features of the interstate system was that it would have certain portions of each section of interstate that would be able to be used as a runway in the event of major war? There's no doubt that one of the original ideas and, and uh, rationale for building the interstate system was to enable the movement of military assets in the event of war uh, on uh, our soil. There's no doubt about that. That is absolutely true. That's why you have certain stretches that are perfectly straight, even though they may be in a hilly area where they'd usually be kind of bendy. Yeah, I think that's true. And that, of course, costs a lot of money and additional uh, effort and time to, to uh, enable that. I'm also told that perhaps in in Mississippi, according to MDOT, they were at one time used for speed detection. So I'm not sure if that would be overhead, perhaps helicopters calculating speed. Uh, I do without know using radar. In uh, the Appalachian Mountains, I haven't driven a whole lot in the Rockies, but I have been in the Appalachians several times, and I've seen the uh, radar checked by airplane signs. Okay. All right. Which makes I've seen sense. that too. I mean, if if you're trying to clock speeders, that's usually line of sight. Yes. For the radar gun, calculate the time between up, the planes. Yeah, and if you're up in the mountains, yeah, that, yeah. it's going to be hard to clock a car coming around the bend versus you can just fly over them. Yep, they're going too fast. I think I've seen similar signs in Louisiana for some reason. Not sure why. Sam from Mount Herman says another mistake weekend pilots make. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right here, Sam. It's thinking that the baggage that uh, they first load up uh, on an airplane and they travel to a higher elevation airport, that could cause a problem. Yeah, that's absolutely true. In a normally aspirated aircraft, uh, it can be in um, a turbo as well, right, Sam? But I know in a normally aspirated aircraft, it's a big old problem because the engine doesn't perform very well as you get into higher elevations, you got less less oxygen, and you have to allow for all that, calculate all that. It's, and there's, there are charts and calculations to figure all that stuff out. He's right about that. So you carry a lot of baggage from a lower elevation, you go to a higher elevation, you try to get back, and you realize, I don't think this airplane's getting off the ground with all those bags on it. It's absolutely true. Uh, also, he That's says... the same that, reason you've got the quote-unquote death zone on Mount Everest. Yeah. Because, I mean... You, you could fly a helicopter up to a certain point to pull people off a mountain, but once it gets above a certain elevation, nothing's flying up there. Doesn't, doesn't perform well, yeah. No no friction, no lift. Uh, so Sam says, I w- I'm a certified airframe mechanic, have been since 1991, crewman on a Huey in Vietnam, a Huey helicopter. Oh, wow, didn't know that. Great show. Thanks, Sam and Mount Herman. Thanks for letting us know that, Sam, and thanks for your service. Uh, Golly, the Hueys, the Huey helicopter, iconic symbol of Vietnam. Like 50,000 or something um, involved in the conflict, I want to say. Maybe I got that wrong. I don't know. But it's a bunch of them, and uh, we lost several. Maybe it's we lost that many. You looking it up? Some. Yeah, some it had to have been 50,000 because, uh, let's see... Maybe not 50,000. And then we dumped a bunch off of aircraft carriers. I remember, you can see video of that when we were coming by. They just pushed them off into the sea. 
From the start of mass production in 1960, over 16,000 UH-01 Hueys were built. Okay. 7,000 were deployed, and out of that, over 3,000 were lost. Okay. All right. I don't know where I got the number 50,000. I don't know how that popped in my head. But still, 16,000 helicopters? That's a bunch. I do think I'm right, though, that there's, there's video showing where we were pushing Hueys off of the flat top of uh, aircraft carriers into the sea. I don't know why that, that I can see that image, and I'm not sure what the purpose of that was, if they were, if they were not operable anymore and they didn't know how to dispose of them. But I just, I just for some reason, Rhino, I, that image sticks in my head where you see these helicopters being pushed off. Yeah, it was apparently part of Operation Frequent Wind, which was the final phase of the evacuation of American civilians and quote-unquote at-risk Vietnamese from Saigon during the fall of Saigon. Okay, there you go. 72 The uh, Hueys frame. were taking up place on the deck that they needed for people. Okay, gotcha. So they were just making room, essentially. That makes sense. Wow, incredible. What a dang waste all that was, man, of, uh, of course, of human life. Uh, and money as well. Not uh, not a proud moment in our history. Uh, and let's hope, let's pray, let's make sure that kind of crap never happens again. I, I just remember it so vividly because it's when I was a child and it was on television every night, probably the first war that got that kind of television exposure. Every dang night you get the, the killed in action and the, um, the wounded reports and reporters in the field I, I just can still see that you know black and white broadcast uh, out in the field and camouflage the the journalist with the mic and a cameraman and a dead gum helmet on and sometimes having to duck I mean incredible when you think about that all for nothing at the end of the day uh, anyhow. Wow, lots of uh, appreciated, lots of text rolling in. I don't know how we got off on this. I think I started talking about it, uh, but it, it sounds like it stimulated lots of conversation. I hope you guys are are cool with that. I will say I miss flying. Um, I don't know if I'll do it again, but uh, I enjoyed my hours of flying. It it is a uh, it's kind of neat to be part of uh, sort of a cottage community, honest, honestly, and especially I remember when I I got my my uh, my license just to fly my my normal private pilot license visual flight rules and I remember my instructor saying you know this is this is just a license to learn more it stuck with me and real flying a lot of pilots believe is when you can fly on those instruments when you're instrument rated and what a uh, what a charge that is when you learn how to do that it's intimidating I'll say and it's stressful. When you get in that soup and all you got are those <laughs> six instruments in front of you to figure out where the heck you are and what your attitude is uh, in relation to the horizon, um, and you learn to trust that. That's what they're teaching. Don't look outside. It ain't going to help you. And you, your tendency is, where am I? And you look down at soup, you know, and you just got to focus on those instruments and trust your ability to scan those guys and, and control the airplane. Have you ever considered getting into the... RC plane scene. Oh, so those things are incredible in the in the higher end ones where they run on the nitro fuel or whatever. I can't believe you asked me that. So 
I did that for about 25 years. Well, there you go. Uh, competitively. I mean, traveled around the country, and I did fly aerobatics, RC aerobatics. And that's a whole dead gum science into itself. That's another community, and there are prescribed maneuvers at different levels that you perform in front of judges. Yeah, I did that competitively and actually have uh, a, uh, a cabinet full of trophies. My wife won't let me put them out. <laughs> I started doing that when I was about 14. I've built many, and I, so I ended up flying very high-tech uh, composite uh, material, what's called pattern planes, aerobatic planes that are just made for RC aerobatics. They're, they don't, they're not scale models, but they're specifically for that. I enjoyed that for many, many hours. There's a great uh, group of people that are in that hobby sport, if you will. Yeah, very cool. Very high tech, as you said as well. We'll take a break with Glenn Fry bumping us out here. Smugglers Blues. We'll come right back. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Bayer expands existing investment to acquire majority share in sustainable lower carbon oilseed producer Covercrest Incorporated. Bayer, Bungie, and Chevron USA Incorporated have signed a shareholders agreement in connection with Bayer's acquisition of the winter oilseed producer Covercrest. Covercrest is a rotational cash crop which combines grain production with the environmental benefits of cover crop without displacing other harvest. Oil extracted from Covercrest grain is designed to achieve 
achieve a lower carbon intensity score and can be made into renewable diesel with Bungie's expertise in oil seed processing and Chevron's proficiency in fuels manufacturing. This farm to fuel supply chain represented by Covercrest Incorporated, Bear, Bungie, and Chevron aims to give corn and soybean growers another revenue outlet by providing the world with a desirable fuel product and a high-protein meal for animal feed. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Well Studios. Middays. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. So, we appreciate you so much for joining us. We've been talking somewhat about airplanes and flight and stuff like that. Uh, so Nick in Oxford reported on the ceasefire text line, the average lifespan of a new warrant officer, Huey pilot, in Vietnam was two weeks at one point. I don't doubt it, Nick. Uh, I played golf for years with a, uh, a friend that was a Huey pilot. And you, he didn't want to talk about it, obviously, and you just can't imagine the sort of, of tragedy and atrocity that he witnessed, because that literally was a job where, similar to World War II, the what they call the LCIs, the the um, the boats that were flat, just had a gate in the front, and just carried soldiers. Yeah, the landing vessels. The landing craft, yeah, and they just drop them off on the beach, and they knew half of them or more aren't going to make it, you know, a few even a few feet. And they back up, go back, get some more. I, you just, I don't see how you deal with that mentally. But same thing with Huey a lot of times. You know, their job is to transport soldiers into the, what they call the LZs, the landing zones. And often they were hot landing zones under fire. And so I'm, I'm not surprised. And it's so sad to hear that. 
statistic, Nick. Appreciate you sharing that. So a lot of people are saying that uh, these little painted, what looks like air, airplanes, they look like airplanes because it's a vertical line crossed by two horizontal lines, and one is longer, one of the horizontal lines, and the other looks like wings and a stabilizer of in the configuration of an airplane on the highways. A lot of people are saying also that those were used for to detect speed, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally makes sense. Uh, Randy in Starkville says, good Vietnam movie about a news reporter's going on an LRRP mission with a squad, 84 Charlie Mopic. I think I said that right. Interesting. Wasn't aware of that. I would add another one to that list, the Mel Gibson movie, We Were Soldiers. Yeah, I agree. Very good. Seen that, that. that deals pretty much exclusively with the air cab and the Hueys and landing zones and that kind of stuff. Exactly. Get, gets you a really in-depth view, close, close view of that. Cedric from Dito, yeah, the Higgins boat, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, invented in New Orleans, right? Is that not uh, one of the major reasons, if not the major reason, why the World War II Museum is located in New Orleans? Higgins invented those landing craft vessels, and they were made there, I believe, right? Yeah, the designer Andrew Higgins founded Higgins Industries, which was uh, the New Orleans-based manufacturer of the Higgins boat. And I'm pretty sure that was the uh, the factor in locating the World War II Museum there. If you hadn't been there, folks, it's incredible. really is. really is a sight to behold and, and so uh, instructional and informational. I have enjoyed a couple of visits that I've made there, for sure. Let's see, uh, we ended up doing the same thing in Afghanistan, talking about leaving assets behind when we evacuated. Yeah, uh, that, I think, was more of a blunder than it was a success, though certainly this president is touting it as a success, as are all his minions. You know, we've been talking a lot about this in the last few days, uh, about Joe Manchin caving on this huge tax and spend bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. One of the aspects of that we hadn't said a whole lot about is the planned expansion of the Internal Revenue Service, the Internal Revenue Service, which is uh, uh, the plan for that is quite extensive and really astonishing. So the $80 billion that this bill would allocate to the IRS is six times the current annual budget of the Revenue Service, which is $12.6 billion. They're going to get 6x the money to go hire 84,000 new agents. So we're just expanding the deep state, expanding government at an enormous clip here. 84,000 new revenue agents at a cost of $80 billion dollars. It is expected that this will yield more than $200 billion in revenue. I say horse hockey. It will not. And once again, those who believe that, that they will only go after the so-called wealthy, those high-income earners that are cheating, is totally wrong. You can't get $200 billion out of them. This is going to come from the middle class. It is expected that uh, it is mostly going to target those with incomes under $200,000. Exactly what's going to happen. Who don't have a lot of money or time to go defend themselves to prove to the IRS they paid their taxes.
This is a boondoggle waiting to happen. Sad day in our country if this thing passes. we got to kill this bill. We're going to take a break right here. The news is coming your way. We'll come back with Senator Nicole Akins-Boyd. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Basketball star Brittany Griner is sentenced to nine years in prison for drug smuggling and possession in Russia. She says having hash oil in her luggage in February was an honest mistake. Diplomat Elizabeth Rood at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. This is a miscarriage of justice. The U.S. Department of State has determined that Ms. Greiner was wrongfully detained. Nothing in today's decision changes that determination. And President Biden says he'll continue working to bring home Greiner and American Paul Whelan, who's accused of spying. The administration has proposed a swap for a Russian arms dealer. Attorney General Merrick Garland announces federal charges, including civil rights violations, against four Louisville, Kentucky police officers involved in a deadly raid two years ago. Brianna Taylor should be alive today. She was shot and killed by officers who'd burst into her home, returning fire when her boyfriend shot first. He says believing it was a break-in. Garland says a false affidavit was used to obtain the search warrant. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi has a new state health officer in Dr. Dan Edney. In a press briefing on Thursday morning, Edney explained that his number one goal in his new job is to close the state's health equity gap. Well, the most important thing to me right now, I'm laser-focused on, on really understanding and identifying the health disparity issues that are impacting all of our populations across the state and for all of us to have a better understanding of that and then to come to an agreement of what disparities we're going to attack first and get after it. Per a recent study from the Commonwealth Fund, Mississippi demonstrates, quote, relatively poor performance for all racial and ethnic groups, more so in minority groups when it comes to health outcomes, health care access, as well as quality and use of health care services. Hello to all you sheriffs and jail administrators. Mississippi Industries for the Blind can help with your jail's cleaning chemicals and inmate supplies. MIB offers products that are safe to the officers as well as the inmates. Our budget-friendly Correct Pack products have been used in Mississippi prisons for over 20 years. MIB also offers jail mats, linens, and personal hygiene items. So if your facility needs good, safe products, reach out to MIB today at sales at MSBlind. 
Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Well, let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Following his recent $72 million blockbuster deal, Seattle Seahawks wide receiver D.K. Metcalf took some time to thank his home state of Mississippi for helping him get this far. You know, just coming from Oxford, Mississippi, all the way over here to Seattle is uh, a long journey. I'm about to get emotional, so bear with me. Um, it really hasn't hit me until now that um, I'll have the opportunity just to help so many people back home. Last season, Metcalf caught 75 passes for 967 yards and 12 touchdowns. The Seahawks will kick off the 2022 season on September 12th versus the Denver Broncos. And Flowood police have arrested a daycare employee after receiving an allegation that the employee was abusing the children. Janetta Morgan, who worked at Circle of Friends Learning Center, has been arrested, charged, and is now being held on a $100,000 bond. If you're looking for strong, reliable construction equipment for sailor rent in Mississippi, then contact Taylor Construction Equipment. As your number one source for bell-articulated dump trucks and track carriers, as well as Hyundai hydraulic excavators, mini excavators, and wheel loaders, you can depend on Taylor to provide you with the best construction equipment backed by the best 24-7 sudden service experience. Call us at 833-773-3421 or taylorconstructionequipment.com. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you in the Element Wealth Studios on this Friday Eve. Joining us now in the studio, Senator Nicole Akins-Boyd. The senator represents Lafayette and Panola counties, serving as the chair of the Senate Study Group on Women, Children, and Families. Also the vice chair of the Senate Universities and Colleges Committee. Senator, always good to see you. Thanks for coming in. 
Thank you for having me. So, uh, you guys, uh, I believe this was commissioned, this Senate Study Committee, correct me if I'm wrong here, by the Lieutenant Governor, Delbert Hoseman, uh, not so long ago, right? A few um, few weeks ago. That's right. So, we had um, been working on a number of issues in the Senate last session, um, particularly in regards to, um, particularly I was looking at, we looked at postpartum, we were looking at early intervention issues that we have in the state. And um, so um, kind of moving towards um, this, and we had the Dobbs case, and um, we know that there's going to be a lot more births in the state of Mississippi um, as a result of that. And we were wanting to take a comprehensive look at how we support women, children, and families across the state. And so we have a very robust agenda to look at a number of items over the next several months um, before session starts in January of how we really were going to um, make a state that is true family-friendly. And really, I think we do have some many things that are family-friendly in state, but there's a lot of areas for improvement. And you got hearings coming up, too, We do have hearings coming up. So um, we're in the process right now of what I'm... Public hearings. Sorry to interrupt. Yes. Just want to make sure that's clear. Public Public. hearings. That's right. They're public hearings. So September the 28th, um, 27th and 28th, and then we'll have them in October the 25th and 27th. Um, own everything from mother, infant, and toddler health care. We'll be looking at all aspects of that. We're going to be looking at adoption and foster care. We're going to be looking at child support. We're going to be looking at the availability of child care and the quality of child care within the state of Mississippi. And also really looking at the workforce. How do we help mothers get back to work? We know that we have a low job um, participation rate in the state. And so we want to make sure that we are helping mothers help their families and get them back to work. And then we're also going to be looking really at a lot about early intervention. Okay. What we're doing to an early intervention is very preventative in nature. And um, really, when you get those issues and you attack those issues early on, you can really make a huge impact for the child and ultimately the family. So we are studying everything right now in regards to those issues. And as you can imagine, it's very um, um, it's a, it's a little intensive right now. So um, one of the biggest first things we're doing is we are looking at what what does the state already do, and okay. how good are and what contracts do we have out there. Um, with those particular state agencies? Are they contracting with private providers? And what have been the outcomes of all of those different contracts they have in regards to that? And so we're kind of looking at the metrics of all of that process. So, um, Are we talking about like state programs and state funding for these programs? And uh, who's receiving these funds and what are they being used for? What kind of outcomes we're producing? Exactly. So we're really looking at, are we efficient at doing our job? So um, and we're finding some things that we're really good at, and then we're finding some things that we're not very good at. And so that for that way, if we're pretty good at some stuff, we can put that aside for the moment. And we can focus on the things that we're doing not a great job in. And um, there's some things that we're not we're, we can do a much better job in. And we also want to do, of those state programs, and some of them were federal programs that are kind of passed through to the state. Mm-hmm. When we have those federal dollars, those federal dollars need to be used effectively. 
that we they need to be efficient um, so we want to make sure that that um, our taxpayers are getting the full bang for their buck sure on those federal programs and um, I think there's a lot more people that we can serve already using those federal program dollars and so that's really what we're looking at and seeing is where are their opportunities to make changes in programs um, and really I have to say our um, state leadership of the various different agencies and stuff like that has really come in um, we've had meetings this week. We'll be having meetings next week. But I've had conversations with all of them now. And they've really come in uh, very open-armed okay. at this point and said, okay, here are the things we really think we need to look at. Here are the things that are on the table. And so I've been very pleased and very optimistic by the meetings that we've had so far and the conversations that we've had so far is everybody recognizes that we have some opportunities to um, really um, make some changes that could be some really um, good changes for the state of Mississippi. It, do you believe, Senator, that this is a direct result, the commissioning of this group, this study group, uh, of the Dobbs decision? Well, I think it, it precipitated it, 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 the urgency okay. <laughs> of it. Okay. Um, this might have been something that maybe we studied. Um, you know, this were issues. We actually already had been looking at this in the Senate, like a number of issues pre-Dobbs. But we have an urgent need to um, do this because um, we know um, that um, – statistically we're going to have and we know that we're going to have a lot more babies born in the state yeah and we're going to have a lot more children that um, we need to make sure that we are providing um, opportunities for those children but we really need to really look at that mother as well because that mother is going to be that primary caregiver in that home in many households in the state of Mississippi. And we want to make sure that we're looking at her job opportunities yeah. and her child care opportunities. And we want to get her – we want this mother to be able to further her education. And so, um, you know, people were surprised. Um, we're going to have um, Accelerate um, testify. They're looking at issues. We've been looking at issues in other states where um, they've been able to kind of um, leverage some federal Perkins dollars for child care okay. training programs. I mean, for child care yeah, while child the care. yeah while the um, family is in um, job training programs. Okay. And so you want to figure out how we leverage as much as possible so that we're ultimately creating better economic opportunities for these women to further their education and further their job skills. Well, and one of the things that comes to mind, uh, Senator, is uh, Attorney General Lynn Fitch, really, since uh, the the decision was handed down, and to some extent even before it, has been delivering a very consistent, strong message. Uh, she did it again at the Neshoba County Fair when she spoke, and then uh, on our program, that, uh, you know, the heavy lifting really starts now. That we can't just say that, okay, we got the, the outcome, we saw it with respect to the Dobbs decision, we can wash our hands and say, okay, that job's complete. That we've got to be more responsive and come up with more ideas and ways to uh, help women. And uh, through through their period of pregnancy, and then of course post pregnancy. And I think, I, and her message absolutely needs to be repeated and shouted from the rooftops because the heavy lifting starts now. Yeah. Um, this is something I've heard people say that they prayed for it. Well, that that's great. And now I need you to take action in your local community. Yeah. Because there's going to um, we have um, pregnancy resource centers across the state that are trying to step in, um, but we. 
you know, our churches need to, across the state, really need to step up. Um, one of my fellow legislators said, if it is not in your church budget right now of how that you are going to step up and help people, you need to ask your congregation mm. to um, really look at the priorities that they're setting here because um, we need everybody across the state stepping up. Interesting message. Yeah, um, and I agree. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is the things we're going to do from the state level, but um, every community should be looking at this. They should be seeing how they're going to help in their own communities. Um, my local um, leadership, junior leadership team and our local Chamber of Commerce leadership, Lafayette, held a diaper drive next, last week, really hmm. trying to put hmm. on diapers. And, and as mothers all know, those diapers are expensive. Yep. And so that's just a, a small thing. But really looking at comprehensively is how you are going to help that woman in her time of pregnancy and how you're going to help her after that time of pregnancy as yeah. well. So, well, that's absolutely, that's absolutely right. And, uh, you know, one thing that, that – uh, you hear from everybody. Certainly, I have anecdotally. I'm obviously past that stage in my life, but the cost of child care is outrageous. It is. It, it, the cost of child care is outrageous, and we want to make sure that people have quality child care. Yeah. Um, because quality child care is going to enable you to feel to be able to stay in the workforce right. and to be able to continue on, and that plays issues into school readiness and being able to, um, you know, be prepared to go to school and have that skill set that's needed to go to school. So when, that's one of the things we're looking at and looking at the availability. You know, right now Head Start um, has been a provider of childcare for the state um, for a lot of families, yeah. especially a lot of um, families who are financially struggling and we know that almost every head start bed is filled unbelievable we got a break right now can you hang around we'll Absolutely. pick this up after the break we've got senator nicole akins boyd in the middays element well studios we're talking about the senate study group on women children and families stay with us Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. 
It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. With you middays in the Element Well Studios. Rhino, have I mentioned lately that I'm still mad because Ario Speedwagon is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? He's got to get that in there every now and then. <laughs> oh gosh, we're back in the Element Well Studios again with Senator Nicole Akins Boyd, who represents uh, District Nine, that includes Lafayette and Panola counties. We're talking about the the Senate Study Group on Women, Children, and Families. So once again, uh, we got. The study group, uh, we're going to have hearings. I just want to make sure we get that out there. Public hearings are set for September 27th, the 28th, and October 25th and 26th. Will this be at the Capitol? This will be at the Capitol, and they will be live-streamed. Okay. Um, the Senate's very good about making sure that we have public access to the hearings that we're having. So these will be live-streamed. But also, we want the public to participate in this. Room 216, by the right. way. Room 216, but we want the public to participate. Um, we already have received, we have a um, 
we have an email that people can email in their comments or they may um, videotape themselves and send in their testimony yeah. um, and that we'll have the entire committee looking at it. So it's the address that people can address those comments to or WCF study group at senate.ms.gov. We'll see if we can get that published as well. It's it's kind of a long uh, email, but WCF for Women, Children, and Families. WCF Study Group, all one word, at senate.ms.gov. So, yeah. Uh, so folks can weigh in and share their thoughts and concerns. We were just talking about the ridiculously high cost of child care. Uh, it it seems like everywhere you turn, those at at the age that have children that would uh, be be uh, in need of child care, they're not quite old enough for school, for example, or maybe it's after school child care, as well. Uh, the uh, the folks the the parents I hear talking about that really complained about the ridiculously high cost. It wasn't cheap when I had children going to child care, but it has uh, is escalated from that point even. So it, it's enormously expensive and. Um, Actually, um, um, there's a number of groups that are looking at that. There's a number of groups looking at um, the quality of childcare too. Um, DHS and Kellogg um, have um, collaborated, and they're working on really looking at the metrics of what is a good quality childcare. Um, That's something we're excited to kind of hear um, their recommendations from their committees that um, have been working on these particular issues. And one issue too that, um, as a parent of a special needs child, um, I hear from a lot lot of parents of special needs children and so their ability to even find child care is pretty hmm. it, it's because the child is special needs because child? the child is special needs okay and so a lot of our child care providers um, are reluctant because they don't feel like they know would know how to take care of that child yeah and um, which in some ways is good if they don't you know if they feel like they don't have the expertise to do it but um, it is really really difficult for those parents um, to find child care and so oftentimes too you take um, one of the parents definitely out of the um, job market it right. because they can't find child care and that happens over and over again it happened quite frankly when um, my child was younger okay. um, and developed autism because I had to come out of the job market to take care of my child and so um, you see this over and over again and I mean you know our we can't talk enough about our job participation rate in Mississippi. Yeah, it, it it really is holding this state back. No doubt about it. And so, I mean, once again, when the June numbers came out, we were at the bottom again. I think it was fifty-two percent. Yep, nationally sixty-one, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, we have only, I mean, you think about it, we only have half the people working in this state. Yep. And the other half of us are trying to make up for that half. And so we have got to, you know, we've really got to help families find that child care and see what we can do. And we're exploring a lot of options. You know, really, we've began looking and saying, okay, where are there more options that we can kind of help get more child care in this state? And if we get more child care, can we make it more affordable? So, Senator, will we learn from the analysis that your study group is conducting? Will we get some data on that we to will. learn how, how many uh, how many parents uh, are staying at home to take care of a child because they can't afford child care or they got some other uh, special issues uh, going on? It's, but would work if they could solve that problem. 
I think you're going to see us have a great deal of data. In fact, I will be candid. We are starting these hearings off with data. Um, and we're going to be very data-driven because the numbers need to provide – our they need to direct us in our priorities. Sure. And so, um, our in fact, our first meeting kind of is working with the individuals that are really gathering a lot of data for us. Um, we're working with the Social Science Center at Mississippi State University, and they are going to really be providing us a great deal of data. And that was one of the first meetings we had, and we're going to be we're continuously going to have meetings with them to really make sure that the policies that we're really looking at are going to be because already we've learned some things um, in these policies that that have shifted priorities on um, just a little bit of data that we you know we've really been focused on. Sure. So um, I think that's the thing that I think you're going to see, and that's how we're starting off the hearings is just really pulling out that data so that the um, as we even listen to the testimony from the different state agencies, as we listen to the testimony that's going to show us some promising programs and some opportunities and really kind of evaluate what's going on right now, um, hopefully we're going to have data points um, at every step of the way that really kind of make sure that this is grounded um, good. in good policy and science. Yeah, rather than just opinion or anecdote. Yeah. Uh, do you have a sense at this point, and I know you don't have the data, hadn't collected it yet, but do you have just a sense and a feeling that uh, maybe our low labor participation rate is a direct result of, of this issue? I, I think we, I think it has, has to play into it. I mean, we were looking at um, child support collections the other day and um, really looking at how we do this. And we have a group that's really doing a good job at efficiency and child support um, collections. But when you really look at what they're collecting, it tracks very closely with the labor force participation okay. rate. Makes sense. So um, I think you're going to see that um, you know and that's where we really have to start as this child is born as this family is born making sure that we are that we are doing what we can to provide this economic opportunities one of the the most troubling statistics that um, has kind of hit me is um, one of the things was that 39 um, percent of the children in Mississippi are born to a household where there is no full-time working parent. Wow. No full-time working parent. Wow. So how does that uh, um, household, I'll say, how in the world are they going to care for the child? Exactly. And so they're going to do it with public assistance. They're going to do it with public support at that point. And so that's the metric. I mean, we have to look at that metric. And we've got to change that metric. If we want to grow the state's economy, sure. we want to grow that labor force participation rate. No doubt. It starts when that child is born. Yeah, good point. And so this is why, like, some of um, – and there's been some effective programs around the country really kind of at helping that metric. And we're trying to, you know, see, you know, if what those programs are and, you know, hopefully really look at this number. Because, you know, that statistic alone – because we know that a child's economic um, – Situation is one of the greatest predictors of how what the success no of that doubt child. About it. Yeah. So if we don't change that metric, then we are going 
you know, we're behind the eight ball continuously. And so we've got to change that metric of that child and we've got to get that help that mother get in that job and um, really get them into full-time working status. Is the uh, is the group going to collect data from other states as well, Senator, for comparative analysis and maybe to learn perhaps some best practices in the other states? That, I, I, that think using? I think you're, you're going to see that from, you know, um, I think you're going to see our state agencies, you know, kind of present some things that they would like to see changed and that they would like to see do. Um, and we're going to make sure that, you know, I can't stress it enough, we, we got to take care of this mother. Yeah. Because so many of our children are born into a single-parent household, and it is the mother that is going to be caring for that child. And so we're... It typically is a mother. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, you've seen the Senate talk about postpartum care. Yeah. And, um, and I think people are like, you know, why? Why does the Senate keep harping on this? And because we know that that mother is going to be one of the largest predictors of that child's um, success. And these, the, you know, we are not a healthy state. Right. And so a lot of these women have gestational diabetes. They have, they've had preeclampsia. They have high blood pressure. Yeah. And so continuing that care for a year, which will cost us about $7 million, our portion of the federal match, that is a good investment to make sure that we have a child that is being raised by a mother that can fully support that child. Yeah. I hear you. I know that's a a, a very thorny topic, it very is. controversial topic. It's a controversial topic, but you know, being conservative sometimes means that, you know, as as my father always said, you got to fix the roof. You got to, you. you know, you, and I that. I hear you. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> We appreciate you coming Thank on. Thank you. Great discussion. Okay. Senator Nicole Akins Boyd has been our guest on Middays. We'll take a break. We got half an hour left. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Saturday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins 601-966-8233. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi has a new state health officer, Dr. Dan Edney. In a press briefing on Thursday morning, Edney explained that his number one goal in his new job is to close the state's health equity gap. Well, the most important thing to me right now, I'm laser-focused on, on really understanding and identifying the health disparity issues that are impacting all of our populations across the state and for all of us to have a better understanding of that and then to come to an agreement of what disparities we're going to attack first and get after it. Per a recent study from the Commonwealth Fund, Mississippi demonstrates, quote, relatively poor performance for all racial and ethnic groups, more so in minority groups when it comes to health outcomes, health care access, as well as quality and use of health care services. Seaspire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
Bring it on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Three-dog night, Shambhala. Bad company, someone wrote, is also not, yeah, on the ceasefire text line. They're not in the Hall of Fame either. What? What is going on with that? Unbelievable. REO, bad company. They need to be there. Surely three-dog night is, aren't they? I haven't checked, but uh, certainly they're in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. The entire South Panola, while you're looking for that, school district was just put on lockdown due to a tip a fugitive is in the area. Hmm. That's from Bobby and Batesville. Wow. Uh, Three Dog Night is not in the Rock and Roll huh? Hall of Fame. The whole thing's a sham. They had 21 consecutive top 40 hits. Of course. Unbelievable. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bubba from Meridian, how can churches help when most attendance is down? Well, you don't have to attend church, Bubba, uh, for, uh, in order for a church to help in the community. It, the idea should not be just to help those that attend the church. In my view, the idea should be to help the local community in which the church is located. That should be the idea. And, and I, I agree with the senator in, in, in that regard. This can't come from government, I, I talked a couple of times about uh, my attendance at the uh, the Pentecostal Church of Mississippi, their district meeting, camp meeting they call it, a few weeks ago, and and they discussed that extensively at the meeting as part of uh, some of the sermons. That yeah, the church has got to step in. This is not something that we have we should rely on government to solve. Just talking about societal and cultural problems in general. And they they specifically that night uh, spoke quite a bit about drug addiction and how outreach from the church into the community could uh, could be effective in combating that. I think the same has got to happen here. Honestly, where the faith community needs to step up and uh, help out with this situation. It's, it's a big old problem. Uh, let's see, there was uh, Joe and Meridian, yeah. Is there a plan for increased pregnancy prevention resources? That's a good question, and the senator and I visited a little bit about that, by the way, after the last segment, we just touched on that subject. And it's, it's definitely something that needs to be explored further. I think the traditional approach has been, uh, see what you think about this, Rhino, you, you and I come from different generations, but it's always been, well, abstinence. Just just engage in abstinence, you got no worries. But it feels like kind of like the war on drugs and the war on poverty. We've been doing that for 60 years, because they were doing that when I was in high school, a long time ago. It doesn't feel like that's working. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I, I agree. Abstinence right. works. I'm just Absence saying that... Abstinence is the only 100% effective birth control. No doubt about it. I totally agree. But from a 
practical perspective, from a real-life, actual reality perspective, it doesn't seem like the message is resonating. So I, I think, I haven't looked at the statistics on this and the data on this, but I just wonder how many abortions, for example, are amongst college students, college women. I think there's a, a, a fair amount, and um, it's you know a matter of convenience, and, and you, you see kind of, I guess at that point, gosh, this means I would have to discontinue college potentially, or it would interfere with launching a career post-college, and, and uh, I mean, college kids, they're going to engage, just simple as that. I don't know that we're going to stop that. I don't know that... More training on abstinence is going to stop activity that results in women becoming pregnant. If there's folks out there on the left listening, they're probably all mad at me because I said women become pregnant. I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Because we have to now accept, in accordance with gender ideology in this country, which, by the way, is sweeping this country. It's nuts, the stuff that's going on. This to the point where archaeologists and anthropologists are being chastised for determining the sex of bones that they find. Correct. You and I talked, but you even said that they're, they're almost all bones, or a number of the bones that one would find, an archaeologist that had been buried for centuries, just by examination of some of the bones, could determine the gender, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, think about how many bones you have in your body, and think about the fact that science, for eons now has been developing the ability to determine the sex based on the bone structure and archaeologists and anthropologists really only need the brow of the skull or the pelvis or little tiny parts of what make up the entire skeleton and they can tell yeah that which is fascinating but now just uh, archaeologists are being asked to to refrain from identifying and associating a sex, a biological sex. Well, you don't know. They may have really been a biological female, but they felt like a male, right? Oh, my gosh. So that sort of uh, leads me (laughs) to some other crazy stuff that's going on with respect to this gender ideology. Do you remember early on after the George Floyd incident, which seems to be kind of the the inflection point in our history that just launched this this um, uh, critical race theory that just swept the country and diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts and all these organizations that get paid to consult along those lines. Now it seems like we've sort of graduated because there was so much backlash on that from folks, including parents that said, we don't want you to treat... Uh, teaching that crap in our schools and states reacted, started passing laws, including the state of Mississippi, etc. Now it's gender ideology. That's the latest Marxist move. That's the latest on the leftist agenda. So the Grace School in New York, very high-end, incredibly expensive, $50,000 a year school in, uh, I believe, in Manhattan, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's associated with the Episcopal Church. And you may recall us sharing some stories, and it's been a couple of years, but about how they were going all in on the critical race theory stuff. 
and white supremacy. And you remember, you weren't permitted to use the word mother and father and brother and sister and some of all this other nonsense. And, you know, they put a list of of various uh, profiles uh, of uh, people on one side, a kind of a matching game, and then you had to associate them with either the label of oppressor or victim. And that kind of stuff. Well, now comes gender ideology. That's been injected into the Grace Church environment, Grace School environment. So they invited a drag queen. What's up with that? That's like the, that seems to be kind of the in vogue, right? Bring your drag queen into the school. Well, according to AOC, they're patriots. <laughs> patriots. <laughs> You're right about that. So they, the, recently, it's being reported, they bring in a dead gum drag queen. And the drag queen performs at the church attached. You've seen this. You're shaking your head. At the church attached to the school. Drag queen. This blew me away when I saw this, honestly, folks. Uh, And students. This was like right in front of the altar. Students at the school were being pretty much forced Students did report, I felt like I was being really pushed hard to participate, engage with the drag queen doing their act, and the students start twerking in the church in front of the altar. Am I showing my old-fashionedness again here by thinking, it's just not appropriate to do that in a church in front of an altar? And I'm not trying to be critical of the Episcopal Church here. I don't think it's anything unique to the Episcopal Church, honestly. I think we're seeing this garbage sweep the country. But that really bothered me when I, when I found out about this. And they're paying $50,000 a year for this crap. That's even crazier. So in addition, the San Diego Unified School District, Their training, their teachers, we talked about Portland last week, they're training their teachers, their staff, on the principles of academic queer theory. I didn't even know it was an academic theory. And they're they're basically taking this theory and they're transforming it into a K-12 curriculum, a pedagogy. The, The goal, of course, is to dismantle heteronormality. It's one of those words. And AKA, we got a bunch of weirdos. We want to make feel better about being so dang weird. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so they're adopting these synthetic gender sexual identities, such as genderqueer, non binary, pansexual, and the, <laughs> the obligatory two spirit. It's just unbelievable. The documents were all accessible and published on their website, and they got leaked. That's how all this stuff comes out. When we come back, we'll share with you some of the slides in the training. Stay with us. Southern Ag Credit has been financing life outside the city limits for over a century. Whether it's helping families own land they can grow with, or farmers manage the land they grow on, we specialize in financing life outdoors. Let us finance your rural dream. 
Southern Ag Credit is the presenting sponsor of the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 5th through the 7th at the Mississippi Trademark. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Ace Bolton Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family-owned and operated for over 50 years. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. 
on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the great David Gates and Bread. By the way, that's my favorite Bread song. Told you I saw him live at the Mississippi Coliseum. I don't remember when it was, 71, 72, something like that. Great concert. So, yeah, we got some text here on the ceasefire text line about uh, my report on the drag queen. I'm looking at, literally, I'm looking at photos. This is surreal. Of the drag queen in the aisle of this beautiful Episcopal church, you can see in the background the altar, the stain there, there are five stained glass windows, very Tall, towering, more of a you know an older traditional church like that. And this is a photo of her in the aisle doing her thing, and you can see all the students in the benches, in the pews. Her name is Brita Filter. Performed a rendition of somewhere. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> What do you want your drag name to be? (laughs) Britta Filter. Uh, Folks, Rhino just doubled over in laughter on that one. Not only are they a weirdo, they're not very creative. (laughs) No. (laughs) And she performed a rendition of Somewhere Over the... (laughs) I kid you not. Uh, There are videos of her on TikTok entering the back of the church in full drag. Dancing up the aisle in a short-cut orange and blue dress and matching go-go boots. <laughs> As students clapped and cheered from the pews. Again, I ask, where are the feminists? Uh, that's a good point. They've allowed men to win Woman Athlete of the Year. They allow men to walk around in churches defiling them, caricaturing as women. Listen women to, have been reduced to people who have vaginas. Yes. And so... <laughs> Where are the feminists? Britta goes on to say, I literally went to church to teach the children today. A Catholic high school here in New York City invited me to their pride chapel. Huh? Visibility matters. That's an oxymoron. Yes. Visibility matters, and I'm so honored to have had the chance to talk to you about my work as an LBGTQ plus drag queen activist. Of course, drag queen activist in all caps. So the other thing I noticed, you'll love this, right? That's a heck of a business card. I don't think I would accept it. <laughs> True. One thing I did notice in the in the photo, the students... And I can see some teachers, too, in the pews. they got their masks on. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. we got our stupid masks on. Um, and she is just all smiles. You can tell she's exuberant, ecstatic at this opportunity to showcase her drag queen talents. I will never forget this beautiful moment. 
<laughs> Britta concluded. So students said they felt pressured into participating. There was tons of social pressure to dance along and pretend like it was normal for sure that, in quotes, a student who wished to remain anonymous told the conservative Canadian online magazine, The Post Millennial, whether it be people tapping on shoulders and telling them to stand up or just a collective staring contest at whomever wasn't participating. You're being bullied, essentially, into participating. What do you want to bet it will figure into your grades? Didn't participate in the drag queen performance. There goes your daily participation grade, <laughs> which is really just jackbooted way to get you to pay attention to the teacher that's not doing a very good job. <laughs> I'm somewhat gratified here that it, it, another student said, I wondered, is this really happening in a chapel? Another student said there was tons of social pressure to dance along and pretend that this was normal for church. Unbelievable. Ain't nothing normal about drag queens. I don't care how hard they push <laughs> or wherever it. They are. It ain't normal. <laughs> it's weird to be a dude and put on that much makeup and put on heels and go shake it for whatever. Especially in a church. I mean, no matter what, I agree with you. I didn't get to the, um, the dismantling occurring in the San Diego Unified School District and some of the slides. I'll save that for tomorrow. It's pretty interesting as well. Folks, this crap is going... You think it's just happening in the uh, in the deep blue states, in the communities like this? It's not. Iowa? Idaho? It's sweeping the damn country. It's insane, and we got to stop it. This is not for the classroom. It is not for church. Can't we just do the old reading, writing, arithmetic stuff? I guess I'm being old-fashioned again. We're out of time here today. We thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be back with you again in the Element Well Studios tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.